0: Good morning. Welcome to Mothering Through the Decades with Jacqueline Gordon-Kane and Marquita. We are so excited to be back
1: recording,
0: Kia. It's been a while. We are ready for the fall. Kids are back in school. Yes. New beginnings. Yes. Things are happening. Yes. We're it's excited. It's going to be interesting. It's going to be interesting year. What grade is, is Camden? Is this year third? He's in third I, grade. It's hard to believe. It. Yeah. Hard to believe. And my Pierre life. will be 18 on Friday. On Friday. So yeah. you have got some celebrating to do. Yeah. Everybody is getting on up there, and I'm glad that my girls, all of y'all are adults. Kristen turned 20 in July. So I got one more year, and I can officially say everybody's 21 how about that? So do what you got to (laughs) do. But today's topic is going to be special needs parenting. Most of you are aware of my story of having a daughter named Melanie who passed away at 23, but she had cerebral palsy. And she required lots of care because she was wheelchair bound and nonverbal. And the unfortunate thing is that Kia and I had to move to Atlanta when Melanie was just a little baby. Oh, like and yeah, you were seven, yeah, six or seven. Mm-hmm. And uh, Kia had to help with Melanie a lot. So you know a lot about caring for someone yeah. with special needs. So what we wanted to dedicate this particular podcast to all of you moms and dads out there who are having to deal with... Caring for your special need child and adult, it is a very hard job, Kia. It is the hardest job I have ever had being a caregiver. Yeah, you know, it it was because when you're a caregiver, you have to think Mm -hmm. and speak Mm -hmm. and act for them, yes, on their behalf. Melanie Mm -hmm. couldn't communicate, no. So no. we had to really study her yes, to figure out, okay, when she's hungry, she yes. does this. Yes. When she's sleepy, she does exactly. this. Exactly, exactly. So it, it, you have to think outside of the box yes. when, you're, when you have to take care of a special needs child. And it's very overwhelming. Yeah. So what we want to say to you guys is we know where you are. We know that you have been given this task to take care of someone who we call special because they are special. Mm -hmm. You know, none of us are the same. Most of us have been given our abilities. We don't have disabilities. We may have some mental stuff going on, but physically we're good, right? So having that and knowing that God has entrusted you to take care of that person You have to start seeing it that way because you can get burned out Mm -hmm. and then you can get sad and depressed Mm -hmm. and especially if you don't have a village of people around you to help you with the caring for that special needs person. And let's also add in there caring for a loved one who is sick. Mm -hmm. Just being a caregiver period. Mm -hmm. Like my husband is caregiving for his father now who's 91 and he has to do a lot of different things to help with him so it's not just a person with special needs but if you've been called to be a caregiver how to balance that how to get the right resources so that you're able to deal with the task of being someone's caregiver right having a village if you don't have a village, create a village because you really can't do it alone. Right. You and I yeah. did it for years together. Yeah, we did. And it was it was rough. Yeah, it was it rough. Was, it was just us, us yeah. three. And, yeah. And we had to work together uh-huh. so we could do what's best for Melanie. Right. She was number one. She was yeah. number one. And yeah. We knew it and we came up with a game plan. hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, one thing is that. Our organization skills kicked in. Oh my because goodness. Because you had to be organized. Yes. If we we could not allow Mel to miss her medicine. That's right. You know. Because she would have a seizure. She yeah, needed it she on time. She would have a seizure. Yep. Yeah. If any little shift in anything, it yeah. will offset her whole right you know balance right. and it would be on us because yeah. we dropped the ball yeah. so like Kia said one thing about caring for someone or being a caregiver period right. you have to have a good plan and a schedule mm-hmm. um, you have to know what needs to be done they require routine just like little kids we require routines Yeah. Everybody that you're caring for as a caregiver, they they know they're going to eat at this time. They know we're going to go out this time. Medicine is this time. You need a routine, like you were saying, Kia. And that is number one step to get your stress level down Mm -hmm. because you're able to focus on getting, making sure that they're okay and the routine is so tight that if you have to, you know, move away from the routine, you know, you don't need to stay that long away from it. You need to get back to it. But that's yeah. step one. When you care, being a caregiver is having a good routine. And you said being organized. Or yeah, being organized, and also making sure that you're sticking to what you're organized. Like even, we would take trips, mm-hmm. but even with our trips, we were still organized. So we would plan it. Like, okay, if Melanie need medicine mm-hmm. at 7 o'clock in the morning and mm-hmm. if we were planning trips, okay, after 7, then we can get in the car and we can start driving. Yes, yes. You or, know? and or sometimes because, you know, we like to travel at night, you and I, because mm-hmm. we like to get where we're getting early because vacations were really a big right. deal for us because we really needed it. Right. We would pre-measure uh, out. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm her medicines and Kia and I or I would make sure that it was given at that time be in the car in the back seat with her Mm -hmm. and all those kind of things so it's critical it's very critical that you have some kind of plan if you're winging it you're going to get burned out quicker right but you're going to get burned out anyway being a caregiver is extremely hard but uh, being organized, like you said, having a schedule, knowing what you need to do. Like I had to, uh, her adult diapers, I had to order them ahead of time. I couldn't mm-hmm. wait to get down to one pack. Yeah. So her, I kept an ensure, eye on her insure, yeah. you know, I, I couldn't wait until she's completely out. Yeah. And then try to run to... Put her in the car, put the wheelchair in the car, and do all this running around. that's where I get it from, because I have... Because you know how Amazon has where you can set it to deliver? Subscribe, yeah. Yeah. Uh And it's like... That's because when when you're saying it, it makes sense. We couldn't run out of diapers. No, we couldn't. We couldn't run out of insurance. We couldn't Mm-mm. run out of her necessities. Necessities, right? And that's where I get it from. So before it can even run out, I make sure I replenish yes. things in, yes. in the household. That's right. That's because, right. Because oh, see, yes, yeah. I mean, because I would we have. Couldn't. We 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 couldn't afford it. We I mean, really could. It was such a hassle to try to live take, go, get in line, rude people, you know, walking over the wheelchair. It just was a lot. So we yeah. learned how to stop. I mean, her closet had a month's yeah. supply of, of adult diapers. Mm-hmm. Her closet had a month's supply of insure. Mm-hmm. And then when it got half stopped, replenish it, put the old at the top and the bottom. The new at the bottom right. uh, as far as the insures go. And just having a plan. Because like I say, if you don't plan ahead you get burned out yeah and that's one of the things as being a caregiver yes yes you get overwhelmed because you don't have a set plan so you're trying to get everything done right but you don't know where to start yes so when you have a plan and you already know what to do and it starts just becoming a habit yes yes and you yes. know it only takes 21 days to, to make a habit, a habit. yeah you know, yeah to form. yeah so yeah you have to have a plan yeah. and a smart plan yes and you know having even a a checklist is good if, if you have if you're not naturally an organized person and right. if you some people can really work under pressure I'm not one of those I no. need to have everything structured I know it runs my husband crazy, and it runs my uh, Gen Z children crazy, because they all are, let's wing it. Yeah. I, I'm not a winging person. I've got to have a plan. So having a checklist, what do we need? How do we need it? When do we need it? And just having an, a way to keep up with everything you need so that you can function and not get burned out so easily. Yeah. So that's the, the the number one thing, organization, having a structure, right. a schedule. Yeah. And then the second thing I would say is create your tribe, yeah. your village. There's a good friend of mine called me the other day because her brother has a disabled adult sister. Mother passed, unfortunately, and left him guardian over her and he's a very busy person like super busy he travels and and for his job Mm -hmm. and he's having to come off the road and take care of his sister so she called me the other day about what can he do Mm -hmm. and I uh, was giving her tips on what he can do he's got to have help he's got to have respite he's Mm got to get some a village and the lady that helped me and you with Melanie was available to talk with him, and she worked for the state. So mm-hmm. she gave him some examples of check with your local state to see if they have programs for right. caregivers like Melanie respite care, mm-hmm. having someone to come in one or two days a week to help me, you know, having someone that can come and sit with her so you can, him or her, so that you get out and have All a day right. just to yourself to take a breather. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of programs available in your state. You just have to look for them. Yeah. So I referred him to the state of Georgia. The state of Georgia has a waiver program that will help you get help for your person, your caregiving for. Right. And and that's your tribe. Create your tribe. If you don't have family members, you've got to have someone to help. That you Be- trust. That you trust. And, um, and that don't have a bad attitude. Yes, There's yes. not... You know, vindictive because, you know, the disabled and elderly, they get abused a lot. More than in children. Yeah, they do. So you really have to, you know, make sure you have someone that you trust Mm -hmm. and that will be you when you can't be there. Yes. And treat them the way you would treat your family. And that's a key, Kia, because Melanie would let us know when somebody she didn't like. Mm -hmm. She couldn't talk. But she, but she would, make she noise. would like, mm, and we like, okay, yeah. let's yep. take a look and at this situation. If she didn't like you, she didn't want you right. to touch her. Right, right. And She will, will make her little sound, yes. to let you know this is ain't, this is not this work. Not the person. No, no. <laughs> so that's a good point. When you're creating your tribe, make sure mm-hmm. it's it's a tribe that you can depend on. That's doing the right thing because they will take advantage of your loved one. They will. So that you can have peace of mind. Because if you, what's the point of having someone help you if you don't fully trust them and leave them with them Mm -hmm. so you can have that that mental space to relax and enjoy yourself for a change. So that's key. It's got to be a tribe. Now, the good thing about if you're dealing with a waiver program, a lot of the people that you are going to have coming in and helping you care for your loved one they have to go through the state program, so there's a background check. Mm-hmm. They, prayers. yeah, fingerprint. They want to check to make sure this person is okay, so that gives you a peace of mind too. And mm-hmm. they are aware if they mess up something, the state don't mind paper. putting you in jail. Yeah. <laughs> so you know it's kind of like outside of private pay. Mm-hmm. You know, the, if you're using a government waiver to help with your loved one, that that is a good thing to do. But if you can't. Um, you paying someone to come in and help again. Either way it go, you need to make sure they're straight. Right now, they could go to like Georgia Healthcare or Georgia Department of Health, maybe, to get all the resources. Um, I think so. I think so. But you know, we could put a link on our website too. Yeah. Uh, and we did because of this, and because we've had so many people having trouble or having a hard time finding resources, we have started, what do we call it? Melanie's, Melanie's Place. Place. So Melanie's Place in honor of Melanie. So we're launching at this week. Hopefully get it done. We finished up the logo. Everybody has had their input on it because that's <laughs> the most important part. These folk of mine. But we are going to be launching Melanie's Place where you can go there and see What the resource, how to get resources. And we might even just put a check sheet there Mm -hmm. that you can have a checklist sheet and some tips on how to care for your uh, loved one and how to get the right kind of rest, how to get your tribe, your village around you so that Mm -hmm. you can have the things you need. Because I remember having so many breakdowns. Yeah. But not take it out on Melanie. Mm -hmm. But I just go in my room and just cry real hard. And the Lord would remind me, I'm giving you this task because right. you can handle it. Yeah. And I would just have a good cry because I was so tired because the girl wouldn't sleep. She just <laughs> Oh, we shared room. I'm sorry I did that to you for so many years. But <laughs> we yeah. Shared rooms. But yeah. I got used to I think that's why I can probably but then I became a mom and I'm listening for everything. I know. But I know. you know, it even when I was young, I would be like, no, I'll stay here yeah, and yeah. take care of Mel because like yeah. nobody can take care of Mel like, like me. Yeah, like yeah. because it's true. Like I knew everything about about, about her, everything, yep. and I knew what she liked. I knew her food. Yep, I knew, you know how she liked to take her bath. Mm-hmm. So it's like when you are a caregiver, it's hard sometimes. Mm-hmm. to... Hand over the responsibility. It is very hard, even if it's like for a weekend. Yeah, and I know? did that. I did that. You and your family used mm-hmm. to take care of Melanie for me to come to Florida with mm-hmm. my husband and your sisters mm-hmm. to get a break, and y'all would take her for the weekend. Mm-hmm. And I, I really enjoyed my time because I knew she was in good hands mm-hmm. when she was with you guys. Yeah. So. Yeah. yeah, it's it's very important to have your village that you can trust. Mm-hmm. You know. For the just-in-case. Yes, for the just-in-case. It's so important. So important. But, you know, how do you advocate for your loved one you're caring for? Mm -hmm. In schools, in the doctor's office, in your community, you know, they don't have a voice. Mm -hmm. And it's so important to learn how to advocate Cause I would be in a doctor's office, and the men and the doctor would tell me, "No, I think it's this," and I'm like, "Look, I know my child. Yeah. Okay, be no, loud. be very loud. Be very loud. Very so they loud. know, yeah, that like, oh no, this is because what they don't understand is we're with them 24 seven. Mm-hmm. We're seeing. Like if they have a, a, if she has a new medicine and this new medicine is is making her way too Too sleepy, sleepy. exactly. You know, and you can this this medicine isn't enough. She's still having breakthrough seizures, seizures. right, right. Or this she doesn't like. Um, this type of insurance. So, what would you suggest for another insurance? Right, right. You have to be very loud. Yes. You have to be very firm. Yes, absolutely. You have to have your boundaries and let them know. Like, hey, this is my child. Right. This is my sister. Right. This is my brother. Mm Mm-hmm. We know them. Right. Right. My loved one. I know what they need. And that's a good point because when Melanie was a kid and she was at CHOA, which is Children's Health Care of Atlanta. We got the best care. Oh, yeah. But when she became an adult and they kicked us out of CHOA, it ooh, was really hard. It was so hard to—so my heart goes out to you guys if you have adults that you're caregiving for because the care is so not fair right. most places. You really do have to be advocates for your loved one. Because Choa was good when she was a little girl. and When she was a teenager. They showed me how to do the feeding tubes. The mm-hmm. time she wouldn't eat. Yep. And they monitored me. And they gave me all this wonderful training. And they listened to you. They say, mom we hear you. Mom okay let's see what we can do to make sure she's okay. Yeah. But when she became an adult. It's like five minutes in the room. Twelve prescriptions and you're out of here. Yeah. And I had to learn how to be an advocate. And I'm still learning how to be an advocate. Even... with with you guys and y'all didn't have any issues you know no special needs but I with your children you still Mm -hmm. gotta be an advocate speak loud don't let doctors and people push stuff off on you don't give take no for an answer you know your family member so always have that I'm gonna be an advocate thing in my head when you're dealing with um, having to take care of someone that can't do it for themselves Mm -hmm. and uh, my biggest advice is Take time for you. Yeah. However it is. Yeah. Even if you get someone to come and sit for an hour, for you just go out on the porch, mm-hmm. you know, and just or get something like the laundry done. Yeah. Or, you know because. When Ashley would come over, it allowed that space yeah. to where you could spend time with the girls. Yeah, like you, I could take care of the little ones. You could yeah, cook dinner, yeah, because she was there with or, Melanie. Yeah, yeah, you didn't have to yeah. worry about splitting your time right. in so many different right. directions. Right, right. You know, so even if you had somebody to come in. Like Ashley would come in the morning. She would come in the morning to help her get get ready, and come back in the evening and help her uh, get ready for bed, and allow me time to take care of her two younger sisters because I had to balance it, Mm -hmm. and it was not easy. But her sisters learned how to help with her too, Mm -hmm. and she loved them. She never pushed them away. I couldn't get her to drink her little juice. They would go in there, Melanie, you gotta drink your juice. And she'd suck it up. I'm like, Melanie, what is this? You know? So, um, but you got to take time for you. Find your village. Get a break. Because when you burn out, let me tell you, if you're not here to take care of that loved one, Mm -hmm. they're left in the world. So you have to take time and take care of you so that you can be here to make sure that they're okay. Yeah. Best advice. I had to get my needs met too, so that I can be here for her. Right. Because the fact of leaving her behind would have been just horrible for me. Mm-hmm. And this this gentleman that we had to help him find resources in Georgia for his sister that mama passed. His mom knew she could take he could take the umbrella and make sure her daughter was good. Right. And that's why he left. She left. Him in custody of her. Right. And he's doing a wonderful job. He stopped being on the road to be there with her to get her resources. And that's why we're trying to help make sure he gets what he needs for her. Yeah. But, guys, we we did our time. Mm-hmm. We love y'all. We're glad we're back. Kia and I are excited about our topics coming up. We got several good topics here. Um, we're going to talk about parenting and mental health issues we're going to talk about good boundaries and about the book i wrote on that because it was a big deal work-life integrations Um, we're going to talk about family traditions navigating education effective communication with teens we got a great Mm -hmm. list of topics for this season so we are so happy that you guys are listening in And make sure you tune in because we got some fun things for you. This is Jacqueline Gordon Kane. And you guys have a blessed day. Take care. Bye-bye.